Uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7th at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. What y'all doing tonight? <laughs>
Good evening. Hva ilta for any of you Finns out there, and a pleasant Monday evening. Holiday style to you, wherever you may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program here found on Vancouver's proud community radio station, CITR. Your voice of the University of British Columbia here on 101.9 FM. We broadcast at 590 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland of this holiday province. From Squamish to Bellingham, Washington, which is outside of this province and hard at work today. West across the Salish Sea, we're for our frequency. Uh, um, a, I'm going to say something more playful than fights, but... Um, uh, well, tickles our friends over at UVIC CFUV, and then east into the Fraser Valley. In all these places, but wherever else the internet takes you, our signal is strong, and we're on the web, www.citr.ca. You can catch live streams of whatever's happening right now, right now. Otherwise, catch up on past shows, read profiles on artists, interviews with uh, local acts, see what's happening in venues, what's happening around town, get involved and see what Vancouver's art scene is like. Discord a magazine, a CIT radio, together. Like that. My name is Gak, and I will be serving you all the audio goodness on hand and foot for the next two hours. So kick up those feet, or at least keep them up where they've been all this long weekend as I ply my wares. Phone number for the station for those of you listening live right now. As the heat continues, the lawns bake, the oceans and beaches become unswimmable because it's too warm. The future that we have been all told about. 604-822-2487. That spells out UVCCITR with the appropriate area code. The wonderful technical people here have now rigged up an impressive rainbow LED display that uh, hits a lot of the windows here, so maybe I'll be less clued out when the phone rings. Since before, there's a blinking light amidst many a blinking light. However, do keep it short and sweet to the point, since uh, we are battling technology here. And for those people who know how to reach me directly by other means, uh, my phone's in airplane mode because the iPad crashed. Well, I don't know if it crashed. It's too old. Somehow the iPod, of about 14 years of age, has no issues, but... Yeah. Anyways, everything will be coming to you as properly as it should. Email radiofreegack at gmail.com. Facebook, it's just Exploding Head Movies. On Twitter, at 100 Air. And on Instagram, I am myopic man. And we start off with a monster of a comeback that popped up last week with her first new solo song in eight years. I was Missing You by Robin. Full name's Robin Miriam Carlson. Made her debut voicing a character in an animated film with Sweden and Norway back in 1989. When she was 10 years old, called The Journey to Melonia. She recorded her first song, Dukan Alti Blid in Swedish as you can always be number one and she recorded that in 1991 for the TV show Lilla Sportsbelgen she wrote her first original song for another TV show 
Sundex Sipets. Sundays. She made her pop debut when she was 15 in Sweden with You've Got That Something and broke through in North America in 1997 with Show Me Love. 2004, after some negative feedback from her label based on the preferred sound she was going for as she was losing the R&B elements and going more electro-pop, she started her own label, Konnichiwa Records. And we know songs like With Every Heartbeat, Dancing On My Own, and Call Your Girlfriend. And it comes from her most recent series of solo releases, the triple album from 2010 called Body Talk. Robin has not been quiet since then. She's worked with uh, La Bagatelle Magique, Metronomy, Kindness, Rexop, The Lonely Island, Dry Ride, just to name but a few. But uh, Missing You marks some newer, wiser territory, perhaps as uh, the massive crescendos are underplayed. The song talks about losing someone, as evidenced with one of the videos. Part of it's being away from her fans for so long, but based on a recent interview with the New York Red Bull Music Festival, she indicated that the death of friend and collaborator Christian Falk was quite poignant. And she's on record as saying, Missing You is a song about this trippy thing that happens when people disappear. It's like they become even more clear, and you see them everywhere. Missing You, and then uh, a song that appeared on the most recent season of the HBO series Girls, a song called Honey. That will be reworked, but Missing You will be appearing on a new album from Robin due later this year. And there's talk of a tour. And if you've been listening to CITR for the past few days, you've probably heard Missing You a lot, since it fits in nicely with a lot of events this weekend. And in the background, this is Minimal Violence off the Rapids, the 2015 Sessions 12-inch. This is Mass. Perhaps you caught the local duo at Open Studios over the long weekend. They do have another show at Deep Blue on the 18th this month, and there's new music according to their SoundCloud, so I have to dig up their latest. So yeah, hopefully you've had a good British Columbia Day long weekend, or if you're listening elsewhere in Canada, any of the civic holidays. It's also been Pride Weekend here in Vancouver. The big parade was yesterday along Davie. Hopefully you managed to get out and enjoy that or any of the other celebrations that have happened over the past week. I'm still paying for my super late Friday. Tied to other things, but close by. But yeah, summer maintains in full swing, so keep cool as you stay hot. Now this week's profile ties into Pride a bit, though in a bit of a circuitous way. And in 2016, the South Korean film The Handmaiden was released. And the erotic psychological thriller weaves an intricate time, uh, crime tale set in the time before World War II when Korea was occupied by Japan. The soundtrack was supervised by Jo Young-wook, who's worked with the director of The Handmaiden before, which we'll get into a little bit more detail. But the odd thing is that it was actually scored by three composers, and uh, most of this information is on the physical artwork that you get with the album, which I don't have, so part of this is kind of piecemeal made together, but uh, collectively they're known as the Soundtrack Kings. And uh, there's kind of three different elements to what you'll hear here. So once we get in the last half hour, things will get quite sumptuous. And in one earlier version of the playlist for this show, there's going to be a lot more K-pop, but kind of went in over my head. So I want to slid my my footing before I get into that wonderful, fun sound. But we'll start proud with the Montreal DJ Awful, and you spell that with two W's. 
Awful is a producer, singer, party promoter, and drag artist who runs many a party in the 514. Montreal, making what uh, is called alien pop. But it's wonderful music. Fits in with what you'd expect to hear in a gay club amidst the Kylie and the aforementioned Robin. And this is the title track to Awful's 2017 EP, Human. You're now listening to Exploding Hit Movies live from the realms of Studio A of that fierce little station that you know and love as CITR. 101.9 FM, Vancouver. Hey girl, do you want to go down with me tonight? Under fluorescent lights, smacking back at the town. Do you wanna take a chance? 
people watching amazing artists tell their artivism stories in dance, music, storytelling, visual art, celebrating our stunning Coast Salish land feel right to you? Vines Art Festival, August 8th to 19th, runs at parks throughout Vancouver like Trout Lake Park, Kitsilano Beach, Crab Park, Gravel Island, Roundhouse Community Center, and Strathcona Park. Watch Kim Mortal, Missy D, Immigrant Lessons, Pia Massey, and the Indigenous artists from Resilient Roots create a world you want to live in. Oh, and did I mention that it's all free? VinesArtFestival.com
Going back to 1981, when according to my notes, he was all of either 15 or 17. That was Freddie James off his self-titled album. That was Everybody Here, Do Your Thing. Freddie James was born in Chicago, but he moved to Montreal as a kid following his mom, a disco singer herself, Geraldine Hunt. And uh, put out his first album in 1977. Rode the disco wave quite nicely in his youth. Although that meant before he was 20, the entire disco thing collapsed once the 80s struck. But he kept on music, releasing albums here and there. Although there was a big gap between 81 and 93 anyways. Which at which point he was helping out his sister, Rosalind Hund, who was half of the Quebec act Chetty. But Bridget James is still performing. A lot of shows in Quebec rule or otherwise, and then sometimes heads down to Florida to catch up with the snowbirds there. As recent news goes, in 2015, he charged the Montreal police force for uh, racial profiling after they pulled over his car for no real reason at all, and then just pulled him out aggressively for apparently failing to show his ID, even though he did. So that instigated some blowback for what the Montreal police force was doing for their handling of racial minorities. And Freddie James is an act that unfortunately kind of missed the cut last year when I did the Canadian disco episode of Exploding Head Movies, which is still available on the podcast. If you go to CITR.ca and look up the show. Did re-air it over Canada Day in a mutant form. But yeah, I played Freddie James some instrumental, so we didn't hear his voice until now. Behind me, big part of the 90s Shibuya sound from Japan. This is Pizza Cato 5. Originally off of 1999 EP of the same name, but also found on their 2000 North American release, the fifth release from Matador. This is Pizza Cato 5 with Darlin of the Discotheque. This iteration featured Yasuharu Konishi, producing and then vocalist Makinanimia. Although they actually did start off at a five piece in 1979, but. They lost their first member quite quickly before they kept up the name. They did somewhat okay in the 80s, but once they were tied into some advertising campaigns and TV shows in Japan in the early 90s, they took off on the Matador contract. It was outstanding. Up next, a new local band. The details of this are very sketchy, but the important thing to relay is it features CITR alumnus Brad Winner, otherwise known as DJB. Maybe you've seen some of his C-Punk shows in the past. Definitely he's getting back into the music, and a couple weeks ago he was on the final episode of Copy and Paste. Or sorry, the penultimate. But he was the last guest, anyways, on the second to last show. But yeah, the project's called Hexen, and a couple weeks ago they just put out their first song. It is a backwards crescent moon, so I'm sure no one is going to be able to find this quite easily, but the link to the website to keep track of them is hexenhexen.bandcamp.com and that's hexen h-e-x-e-n so yeah here's hexen's first song crescent moon 
they're really done with politics as usual. But then it's all about the competition. Every Vancouverite has their own story. The perfect time for our alternative. Vancouver's municipal election looms October 20th. Do you know who's running for city council, school board, parks board? This is a wacky municipal election, and you're going to want to stay updated. Download Seeking Office, the newest municipal elections podcast from CITR's News Collective. Find Seeking Office on iTunes and Stitcher, or wherever you download your podcasts, starting July 3rd.
From 1986's Keyboard Fantasies, that was Beverly Glenn Copeland with Sunset Village. Glenn Copeland was uh, born in Philadelphia, but spent most of his time in around Toronto. Worked with uh, kids' television shows like Sesame Street, Mr. Dress Up. Also helped out with uh, iterations of that Canadian quintessential short series, Participation. Get fit. And uh, I'm going to probably screw up a lot of this, so forgive me, because the details here are a little confusing to me, but uh, mostly because the articles I read for the history behind Glenn Copeland tend to zigzag a bit based on history, but he was born a man, but then went through the process to convert to a woman. So during the time of Keyboard Fantasies, Glenn Copeland was Beverly Glenn Copeland, but over the past few years, it's back to a man. So designation right now is a trans man so I'm going to try to avoid the pronoun things even though I realize I think I said something before but at the very least Glenn Copeland responds to either Glenn Copeland or Beverly Glenn Copeland has been married has kids has broken up and has given some powerful speeches with regards to the life that's been led so for instance earlier this year in Montreal Glenn Copeland spoke at the Red Bull Music Academy. And uh, for Keyboard Fantasies, there was a reissue of that album last year, 2017. And occasionally, Glenn Copeland does record as Phoenix, P-H-E-N-I-X. So perhaps there's a revival underway. I have to sort through a little bit more discography, but I've shared some of the folkier 70s pieces. The 80s material is quite outstanding. Very worldly, rootsy. And I definitely need to know what they're doing now. My name's Gak, listening to Exploding Hit Movies here at CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. In the background, this is new Laurel Halo, originally from Michigan, but based in Berlin, and this is the title track to her 2018 album Raw Silk, Uncut Wood. A longer piece... I'll definitely share some shorter ones in upcoming shows. Now, happening in town this weekend is the Vancouver Mural Fest. It's already started officially today, although there's been a lot of prep work with in Mount Pleasant and South False Creek as the appropriate wall sides of the designated buildings are primed, maybe traced out. And over the next few days, a little bit more life will appear on the walls. And uh, this is the third or fourth iteration of the Mural Fest. As I'm working off of 2016, so yeah, it's a third. It's grown in scope. And one thing that has uh, improved, let's say, is uh, there's a lot more feedback, or there's a lot more participation based on feedback, of including uh, local artists, including more female representation, along with indigenous since the past little while, it seemed very male-centric and imported. But definitely curious to see what will pop up around my neighborhood. And uh, this year, they're actually tying into a music component for it, too. So at Jonathan Rogers Park, which is along West 8th uh, in the provinces, like I said, between Manitoba and Columbia, but it's that park with the baseball fields. Nice little slope, great view of downtown. That's going to be converted into 
live stage. This is LiveNation.com and Red Cat Records has tickets starting at $30. Although if you're a family of four, you can get something for $100 with service charges. Although it is an all-ages show, and if you're under 12, it's free. So you can get the logistics of what, how that, everything works out with VanMuralFest.ca. So we'll play two of the acts that are performing. Tribe Called Red, powerful electric powwow music. And uh, their most recent album was 2016's We Are the Hallucination. And this Polaris Prize winning act appears on a few of the tracks. Her name's Lido Pimienta. Outstanding uh, Colombian Canadian based out of southern Ontario. And here's Pimienta, along with a tribe called Red, with
This is a journey into sound. Hi, this is DJ Wah inviting you to join me every second Sunday at 8 p.m. here on 101.9 CITR for Techno Progressivo. Techno Progressivo is the only radio show in Vancouver where you'll hear the best mix of new tech house, techno, and progressive house. Hey, body, bang. Hey. So join me every second Sunday at 8 p.m. for Techno Progressivo.
from Toronto that was Charlotte. Oh boy, I'll get the order right here. Whoa, where is it? Charlotte Day Wilson. I almost said Charlotte Wilson Day, and I'm like, that's not right. And thank goodness I didn't put a Phillips in there, too. Charlotte Day Wilson, off of her most recent EP, Stone Woman, that was Let You Down. And perhaps you've heard her work with Toronto acts like River to Bear or Bad, Bad, Not Good. Powerful, smoky soul singer. And definitely a distinctive voice. And before Charlotte Day Wilson, we heard a tribe called Red with the lights featuring Lido Pimienta. Both Pimienta and Wilson identify as queer. Outstanding voices and outstanding approaches to music and content. So Charlotte Day Wilson will be joining a tribe called Red along with Teen Days as part of the Vancouver Mirror Festival. At Jonathan Rogers Park. So Saturday, August 11th. Everything opening at 6 p.m. It's all ages. Tickets available online at livenation.com. Easily accessible by vanmuralfest.ca. If not, you can always go to either Red Cat on Main or Red Cat on Hastings to get physical tickets. Again, individual or 30 plus. Family of four can get for $100. Kids under 12 are free. So as stated, Vancouver Mural Festival started today already. So the painting will be underway. At this point, you can start seeing the work in progress. But once the 11th strikes, and at that point, everything should be complete. And it turns into a party. Now, there's also some other events on Main Street, Main Stage. On 11th and 12th, there's Hannah George's the Bell Game, Shway, and Shamick. And that's part of the Mount Pleasant Street Party. So again, vanmuralfest.ca has all the details here. The website's a little confusing, so I'm running on the Vancouver Courier to give me some of the details here. So Everything's going to happen. Just walk by Broadway and Maine, head north, south, see what's what. Now, behind me, this is Pie Corner Audio, and off of a split EP with Lapsus in 2016 called Run for the Shadows, this is The Simplest Equation. Let's talk about one other act that's coming to town this week. Unfortunately, it's not Deaf Heaven, because I managed to screw things up and not bring anything this week for it, but that's me an outstandingly loud show on the 12th. But Beach House... They're coming to town. They're playing Sunday, August 12th at the Orpheum along with the Sound of Sarah's. Doors at 7, show at 8. Can't give you ticket prices anymore because it is sold out. Beach House from Baltimore. It's the duo of Alex Scally and Victoria Legrand. And one thing I completely failed to mention a couple weeks ago is that Victoria Legrand is niece to the French composer Michel Legrand. So when we did our profile on the Thomas Crown Affair, the musical connections between... The Steve McQueen, Faye Dunaway thriller. And uh, the dream pop that is Beach House are connected. So uh, I should probably do another ground profile soon as I've sort of loaded up on a little bit more music. And now I can then connect the two properly. Beach House is touring in support of their most recent album. Their seventh album, conveniently called Seven. And it shows an expansion of the sound that we associate with them. They've definitely carved their groove out nicely. But... They've expanded it here 
a little bit more of a arpeggiated effect, let's say. From Seven, this is Beach House with Lemon Glow.
Join Joe Dorschak and her comrades in stand-up comedy on August 13th at the Yuck Yucks Comedy Club as they attempt to make you laugh for a good cause, raising money for the residents for Independent Living Society. The lineup includes Megan Milton, Andrew Valance, Julia Stretch, Claire Pollock, Haley Beamish, and Byron Bertram with Katie Allen Humphreys as the headliner. The doors are at 7 with the show at 8 with all money going directly to the residents for Independent Living Society. For ticket information, go to yuckyucks.com slash Vancouver. You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. Hello, hello, boy, this is exciting. Exploding and head movies.
The sound that you're listening behind me is intentional. Out of that, more things are failing on me. There we go. All intentional. From her new album, just came out a couple weeks ago, Qualm. Actually, let me paraphrase that. It's actually a few days old at this point. Helena Hoff from Hamburg, off of Qualm, that is the hyper-intelligent, genetically enriched cyborg. Helena Hoff, outstanding member of the techno set. DJ record producer. And as you can tell, definitely loves the hardware side of vintage instruments. Just heard by the acid squelch of the 303 bass line there. But yeah, strictly analog equipment, inspired by Acid House, EBM, and industrial music. And uh, in December 2017, she was the first female DJ to be named BBC Radio 1's Essential Mix of the Year. And anytime I've heard a DJ mix of hers, whether it's a boiler room or on radio, it's always a quality time. You can always tell when actual instruments are used and not software. And in the background, originally from Edmonton, but based in Vancouver, this is Ian William Craig, off of 2016's Zugzwang for Fostex. This is Material en Prise. My name's Gak, you're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Hopefully you had a great BC day-long weekend. Hopefully you had fun at Pride. Whether you're straight, lesbian, gay, trans, bi, double spirit, queer... Uh, other, I, I, I'm forgetting all the acronym. Sorry, but this is all encompassing, all welcome. Feel free to live as you are, and don't live in fear. Went out over Montreal for this next act, although they have some connections to Philadelphia. They're called Lantern. Quality stuff, and off of 2016's Black Highways and Green Garden Roads, this will be Lantern. We're happy.
you like the sound of your own voice? Are you a student that has a lot to say about the University of British Columbia? If so, there is a place for you. The UBC Affairs Collective is a brand new collective at CITR 101.9 FM that brings students together to cover campus news, including research developments, arts and culture, live discussions, and lots more. The Collective produces a weekly radio show, the UBC Happy Hour, that airs every Friday from 5 to 6 p.m. You can find all the episodes podcasted online at citr.ca. Send an email to ubcaffairs at citr.ca if you'd like to get involved. No prior radio experience is necessary.
from the 2017 album Milano. Tribute to the 1980s version of that Italian fashion town and all the crazy things it brought. That was Danielle Lupi and Parquet Courts with Mount Napoleon. Lupi, an Italian composer, he's worked with Gnarls Barkley and Danger Mouse. Had a sort of prequel to Milano called Rome, featuring all manners of legendary spaghetti western musicians who still perform in an orchestra, even though they are in their 80s. Lupi has also scored TV series like Magic City and the most recent Marco Polo. Parquet Courts, Brooklyn band, they're coming to town in October, touring in support of their latest album, Wide Awake. Outstanding material on both sides. And also appearing on Milano, Karen O of Yeah Yeah Yeah's fame on a few tracks. Behind me, this is the Lee, Lee oh boy, the Lee Ronaldo band, not the Lee Reedney Lee. The Lee Ronaldo Band, with Jay Maskus on lead guitar here, from a tribute to Fleetwood Mac called Just Tell Me What You Want Me. Sorry, Tell Me That You Want Me. <sighs> Long weekends in me, in words, all on different pages. Just tell me that you want me, please. This is the Lee Ronaldo Band with Jay Maskus with Albatross. The original version of this was a 1968 single when Fleetwood Mac veered on more on the British blues rock side, predating Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks. Written by then Fleetwood guitarist Peter Green. Original guitar solo marked the debut of Danny Kerwan. Stayed in Fleetwood until 1972, when the booze, mental disease, and just touring nonstop got to him. Corinne kept performing either solo or in other projects over the years. Kerwin died June 8th this year in his sleep. He had received pneumonia earlier in the year and never fully recovered from it. Kerwin was 68 years old. Fleetwood Mac is still around, although the main news this year is that uh, Lindsey Buckingham was fired. He had no real interest in touring. Whatever current music plans the rest of the fleet have. They're coming to town this autumn. I still need to see them live. As the date gets closer, I'll formulate a proper show with non covers between musicians who haven't died, such as it is. Let's go to Copenhagen next with Ice Age, one of my favorite albums so far this year, along with Parquet Courts Wide Awake. Ice Age released Beyondless, and hopefully you saw them in the story a few months ago. I love how they commit themselves to playing small venues. Here's Ice Age with Thieves Like Us. Chambers of fermented ethanol It's 
Wanted to see what's below the surface? The UBC Aqua Society answers all your scuba diving needs. Learn to dive from leaders in Pacific Northwest diver training. Are you already a diver? We offer everything from gear to monthly dive trips to increasing your paddy training. Check us out on Facebook, online at diveubc.com, or check us out in the nest, room number 3125.
I love the resurgency of wacky sax. Coming back into modern music from Montreal. That was Femme Accident of a 2014's home that was whole in your head. Femme Accident, I think, take their name from Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark song from the 80s. Most recent release was 2016 Sensory Ghosts. Definitely bilingual. Always like hearing English not pronounced in the same way. Now, in the background, this is Edvard Artemyev with Stalker 1, one of the cues from the 1979 score to Andrei Tarkovsky's film Stalker. Profiled this back in 2011, once it was more like a Russian bootleg that I had to read off of, but in 2013, the Miromir label pressed a proper copy of it, which I should still pick up. And Stalker is quite the movie based in a time of a gray and unnamed city. Around there is called The Zone, a place guarded by barbed wire and soldiers where the normal laws of physics are victim to frequent anomalies. Some sci-fi that fits in the Soviet era, but still kind of a critique of the oppressive totalitarianism. Uh, Stalker actually marked Tarkovsky's final Soviet feature. Very immersive and rarefied experience in the history of cinema, which you can experience tonight at the Rio Theater, which is still going to be open. Now, I'll talk about details about the screening because it's happening very soon, because guess what? Doors at the Rio Theater are already open because Stalker will be screening at 9 p.m. So hopefully you're at the Coronet Broadway commercial already. If not, you're en route. Tickets are $10 in advance, $12 at the door. you got to be 19 and older with ID if you want bar service or main floor seating. Well, the Rio Theater passes and Groupons are okay. Let's redeem them at the door. And yes, if you haven't heard, the Rio Theater has been saved. Grant came in from the city of Vancouver to cover the rest of the purchase price for the building, so Carolyn Reed did an awesome job. All those people who helped back the Indiegogo campaign. So get to experience more quality movies that you don't see elsewhere, along with cult classics, live shows, recurring events, a variety of show, kind of like how this show trips over itself all the time. The Rio Theater still in Vancouver. We'll stay in Russia with this uh, Moscovite act. It's Keter Lovansky. It's the alias of Yana Kedrina. Including the saying that synthesizers help me maximally feel the present moment. Off the 2017 album Ariadna, this is Keter Lovansky with Mermaid. My name's Gak. This is Exploding Hit Movies on CITR 11.9 FM in Vancouver. Don't worry. Handmaiden is coming up soon. A whole bunch of short cues.
Without the help and support of our friends, we here at CITR wouldn't be able to bring you all the great music, art, cinema, and culture that you love. Thanks to the long-standing support from the Rio Theatre, we are able to keep you informed on all the great artists, films, and everything else coming to town there. For all the current information about who and what's playing at the Rio Theatre, visit their website at www.riotheatre.ca. When the sweaty walls are banging, I don't fuck with family planning. Make it rain, girl, make it rain. 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 What if it's just me? When the sweaty walls are banging, I don't fuck with family planning. Make it rain, girl, make it rain. 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 Make it rain, girl, make it
originally from Flushing, Queens. Hopped around to Atlanta, South Korea, and then Brooklyn. That was Ye-G and off of last year's EP2. That was Rain Girl. Now, perhaps you caught her at Coachella this year since she was part of the stage work there. If not, hopefully you caught her in town when she was in uh, Celebrities Underground, I think, in March. Quality stuff. Low-key house for pumping. Tons of house parties. And she got her start with Carnegie Mellon's college radio station when she was studying there. Just think about everyone who's come to the University of British Columbia, as it were. Behind me, this is Colin Stetson. And from his soundtrack to the film Hereditary, which we profiled a month or two ago, this is Brother and Sister. Now, let's quickly talk about some of the soundtracks that are out this week. It's a pretty simple description here. Before we zigzag over to The Handmaiden. As new releases go, Black KKK Klansman. A new Spike Lee film about a true story of a Colorado police enforcer spying on the KKK despite being black. Terrence Blanchard does the soundtrack for that. That's out through Backlock Music this week. Harry Gregson-Williams provides the score to The Meg. The Shark. That's through Watertown Music. Laurent Petitgan provides the score to the documentary Pope Francis, A Man of His Word. Ramin Jawadi and Brandon Campbell provide the music for Slenderman. That's out through Sony Classical. And then Rich Vreeland scores Under the Silver Lake. That's out through Milan Records. And as re-releases go, one key one. There's a limited edition of 1,000 copies of Chuck Serino's score to return of the Swamp Thing. That's out through Dragon's Domain Records. All right. Stay tuned. We will go into Korea properly after this. Join us for the very best in bluegrass, old time, classic country, Cajun, rockabilly, and western swing. Every Tuesday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We start at 6 with bluegrass, roots, and branches. Then focus on mostly bluegrass at 6.30. Join your hosts, Arthur Berman and the lovely Andrea. We'll start off your day right. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver.
from the soundtrack to the South Korean film The Handmaiden. That was the tree from Mount Fuji. The Handmaiden is our profile here this week. A whole bunch of tiny little cues here. In Korean, the film's known as Agashi, directed by Park Chan-wook. We know for the Revenge trilogy. Associate with Old Boy. And for The Handmaiden, an adaptation of the Welsh author Sarah Waters' novel Fingersmith was made. The setting was changed from Victoria-area England to the early 20th century South Korea. Well, actually I'll say Korea, because at that point, the peninsula was a single country. It was occupied by the Japanese from 1910 or 1950. It was 1910, because uh, it was in 1945. When Japan surrendered, Korea became uh, independent and then later split in half. Jo Young-wook was uh, credited in some ways as the composer for this, but sort of an interesting comparison similar to Hans Zimmer's factory work because what happened is there are three separate composers who've actually worked on the soundtrack to the point they're credited as the soundtrack kings. So it's Hong Dae-sung, Yun Sora, and Jo Hye-won. So there's three different conflicting styles here that we'll listen to. I think mostly it will be on the orchestral side, since uh, that seems to be the more prominent part that we're going to listen here to the score. In the background, this is the soundtrack kings with Wedding. And uh, we'll listen to a few cues along with bits of dialogue, all telling a tale of a girl picked by a thief to sneak in to some Japanese countesses and steal things, but a love affair between the maid and her lady ensue as money, illicit pornography, and other things unfold. Here are the soundtrack kings first off with It Was Wrong to Come Here from The Handmaid. Hanyue Inyungi Kuna. 
이 많은 단추들은 다나 좋으라고 달렸지. 단추 풀고 끈을 당기면 그러면 그 안에도 달콤한 것. 달콤하고 부드러운 것. 내가 여태 소매치기였으면 한 번은 손을 넣어서 만져봤을 텐데. 
So from the soundtrack to The Handmaiden, we heard the soundtrack kings first off with It Was Wrong to Come Here. Then a little bit of dialogue from The Handmaiden herself, portrayed by Kim Tae-ri with Ladies of the Dolls of Maids. Then we heard Wish I Had Never Been Born. Then Kim Tae-ri singing the song at the end of the century. Before we heard What's With Her. And in the background, My Tamako, My Suki. And likely I'll end up speaking over Feels Just Fine. The Handmaiden, when it came out, highly regarded, although some people had questions about the love scenes between the two women, as though it was more kind of standard, showy, kind of male, heterocentric, but some people did defend the scenes, indicating that it was a little bit more women understanding their bodies. The film was received many awards, uh, with the British equivalent of the Academy Awards, uh, did win Best film not in English. As I recall, it was up for on the long list for the best uh, foreign film for the Oscars in 2017. But somehow the score, which everyone loved to bits, mostly because it's a throwback to, as I was talking with Kevin Walker, host of The Jazz Show, coming up soon, uh, he indicated a little bit more of a Debussyan element with the piano. But very romantic leading material. And it sort of highlights how strong the South Korean film scene is. I mean, adapting a Welsh novel, tying it to Japanese colonial control, and some of the dissonant things that you'll see in a film sometimes as a romance and a thriller, an erotic psychological drama, and just other things that pop up with, like, comedy and horror. Joe Young-wook uh, is working on a TV adaptation of The Little Drummer Girl that's coming out next year. Always have to keep an eye on what he does next. But again, the soundtrack kings refer to the composers Hong Dae-sung, Yoon Sora, and Joe Hye-won. At some point, I'll figure out what, who actually did what, and hopefully isolate them a bit more and understand and share it with you. Anyways, that's it for Exploding Head Movies this week. Ending its BC Day broadcast. Coming up shortly, it's Gavin Walker with The Jazz Show. They'll guide you to midnight and beyond, so stay tuned the rest of your Monday evening at CITR. If you missed any of this week's episode, it'll be available through the Exploding Head Movies show page shortly at www.citr.ca, although I'll say that the new podcast link works best in that you'll see it probably quicker. Otherwise, email radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook, Twitter at 100air, and Instagram, Myopic Man. So next week, we'll go from The Handmaiden to The Handmaid's Tale. Then we'll deal with the film adaptation from the 90s featuring music by Yushi Sakamoto. And then the recent uh, TV adaptation, which has caught fire, highlighting a weird alternate future of the U.S., which seems to be unfolding but the handmaid herself has become a protest icon. Otherwise, we'll close with a song tied to pride in a way, and this appeared in the Oscar-winning Best Picture from Moonlight. This is going to be Barbara Lewis with Hello, Stranger. Take care of yourselves, Vancouver. I'm heading off to Soyuz tomorrow. I'll be back in time for next week's episode, and I suspect the usual travel mayhem will ensue. But enjoy yourselves. Enjoy the summer. Keep cool. Stay hot.
Chubab, chubab, my baby. Chubab, chubab, my baby. Chubab, chubab, my baby. 